So this will probably be the last episode of the Birds Over Boys podcast. Um, There has been a lot of things that have happened between me and Cody. And I'm usually the one that that will stay silent and kind of let things slide and kind of let things go and but uh you as an audience need to need to and deserve the truth so when we first started this podcast i pitched it to him so i did all the technical work i set up all the accounts i set up everything so that he wouldn't have any issue just to come in use his voice use his opinions which is what he's good at and be able to sit there and the reason why i approached him about it was because he had the social following he had the social um i guess you want to say popularity in order to make the podcast work in order to make this something special and before we ever started episode one i told him i'm like look i'm a heavy introvert like i'm not that big on social media i'm not that big on um just constantly letting people into my life. I'm just not that person. I'm very private. And he was fine with that for now. And so podcast after podcast, episode after episode, things grew. And so we always had kind of like a 45, 30 to 45 minute, you know, pre-recording session to try to get our plot points down and try to get what we're going to discuss. And so we don't repeat anything. And then at the very end of it, We had a lot of issues very early on just trying to get the episode uploaded. Um, We had a lot of issues with Apple. We had a lot of issues with Google Play. We had a lot of issues with just just different things. It was just, and so it could take anywhere up from an hour to almost three and a half hours to actually get the episode uploaded. And so we had all, that was our structure for each episode so we would start this at maybe 12 o'clock on a saturday and then probably be done by it by like on five o'clock so we had a lot of work and we had a lot of blood sweat and tears into this into these episodes into these podcasts and probably between episode five six and seven um possibly maybe even eight it wasn't a just a one-time conversation it was kind of a it was kind of a. It was kind of the conversation just kind of gotten a little bit more serious and serious and serious about it. So he first pitched to me, he's like, "Hey, well, why don't you start disagreeing with me, create drama, so people would listen more." I didn't understand it, but I, I get where he was going. Drama sells, so I agreed. And I'm not exactly sure if he had his mind fully around what that meant. And so between 9, 10, and 11, maybe even 8, 9, 10, 11, I don't know exactly. It's been a while, so I'm not exactly sure when the conversation actually started. But I could tell on certain occasions just looking at his face that he was getting frustrated. And he wouldn't communicate to me about it. He wouldn't say anything about it. It just was, you could just tell that he was getting annoyed. And as a man, if you have an issue, communicate it. If, you, if you're a human being, if you have an issue, communicate it. And so the whole season ended. 
um, sadly with Carson Wentz getting slammed into the ground and by Jadavon Clowney and then uh, Matt, then you know our backup QB getting freaking destroyed and our, his hamstring tearing and you know it was just it 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 was a bad it was a bad end of the season and February rolls around everything's cool then March you know COVID started um and I'm a very personal person I, I'm very private um I don't speak about things that um I go through simply because it's my stuff I don't really feel the need to kind of air it out to everybody you know it's stuff that I'm going through and stuff that I deal with and I am a very flawed person you know like everybody else is you know I'm not perfect and one of those flaws is is that I am not good with death from any regard friends death a family member's death a friend's family member's death I'm not that type of person um it's very hard for me to rebound. I get very depressed very, very quickly because it's just, I just, it's not, I've never been able to really fully shake it. You know, I'm better. Well, I'm exponentially better than I was in my teenage years and my preteen years, but I'm not nowhere where I want to be in terms of, you know, trying to get back into the swing of things after somebody has died that I know and that I care about. And so probably within the first uh probably first 3 months of covid so March, April, May probably probably a little bit into June um I'm not going to mention their names because I know they listen to the podcast so it's not I'm not going to not going to do that to people um but three of my friends um lost grandparents to covid um, I knew them, um, some, well, some better than others, but I knew them. Um, and it was very hard for me. I don't speak about depression. I don't openly communicate it. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't try to, I don't try to do that. Um, and I'm very good at just kind of going on with life and just trying to just make sure that I, you know, get through it. And it was, it was a pretty, it was a pretty rapid thing. It wasn't, it wasn't one here, then one there, then one here. It was like all at once. And I'm the person that I really care about my friends. And I really care about supporting them when they're in need and when they, you know, are in a, are in a bad place. And, um, it was rough, uh, my friends could not go and see their grandparents. Um, one of them, her grandmother died um, Friday afternoon. She was able to call her grandfather on Saturday uh, Saturday morning, and he sounded fine, uh, so she said. And Sunday afternoon, he passed to COVID. And she could not go anywhere near them she couldn't even go say goodbye and that hurt a lot that hurt a lot um she didn't tell me until about three four days later of course crying on the phone um 
which really just it just took everything I had and it was rough um, it was hard and then another friend of mine who lives closer who lives in a state closer to me lost his grandfather um, unexpectedly out of out of the blue um, and then another gentleman who lives farther not in Philadelphia but close to Philadelphia um, died as well um, and that was his grandmother so grandmother grandfather and then grandmother and grandfather uh, it, it it was it, at times I'm not kidding you guys it was overwhelming it was absolutely overwhelming and I got very depressed and because you can't do anything in the quarantine I just would go to work and then come home go to work and come home and during this entire time I thought everything between me and Cody was all right uh, he had not expressed or communicated any type of change in his mindset about the podcast he had not expressed or communicated anything that was going on behind the scenes and then um, during this time uh, July so this was a month after everything kind of died down I kind of got back got back to myself you know um, the I changed jobs and so I don't know if I don't remember if I had ever mentioned this, but both of my jobs, the one I am in now and the one I was in before, were both essential. So I was working this entire time. Um, so I changed jobs, and I decided to take a little mini vacation to get myself a little bit of relief, try to get through and try to you know mentally kind of acknowledge and, and get over all the stuff that had just occurred. And during that time... I had sat there and I had, um, I can't remember if he, if he reached out to me or I reached out to him. I feel like I reached out to him and I said, Hey, you know, uh, there's been some news, um, the draft and everything else like that. You know, you want to, you want to, you want to make a podcast, you want to make an episode. And he was very, um, he was very vague. He's like, uh, yeah, uh, not not at the moment um but uh we we have a lot of talk we have a lot of topics to talk about and i was like okay that's cool and then um uh during i think either june may or june one of his family members died um i'm not going to mention anything about it that's that's his personal life i'm not i, I even though he disrespected me and was grimy towards me i'm not going to disrespect him i'm not going to go to his level um, I reached out to him and I supported him, but, uh, he either never cared or never wanted to figure out why I went completely silent during those three, four months up till now. Um, and so the next day, like literally the next day, the next literal text message I had from him, he's like, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to end the podcast. And I'm like, what? And it just seemed way out of his character. Um, way out of his character. 
And so I started to do a little bit of background investigation. And I found out that he had created another page called Jammer, Jammer Sports with another person. And then that's the realization hit. That's when I got extremely angry. I'm not angry anymore. I'm just here to tell the honest truth and only the honest truth. So what I think what was happening was is that during that entire time where he didn't communicate to me, he didn't ask what I was going through, he didn't ask, he didn't care, he was having conversations behind my back about things that would affect me and about the podcast. And I just find it so unbelievably grimy and disrespectful that within a maybe 24 to 48 hour period, you flip flop on something that you've been doing for months and you've been putting that your heart, your, your blood, sweat and tears into something and you just want to quit on it. And so I started looking into it and I was just like, oh, so you're having conversations behind my back about ending the podcast and starting up a new one with someone and not telling me until it was already done. That's grimy. That's very disrespectful. You cannot, as a man, call me, text me, Instagram message me, Facebook comment, or Facebook message me, and let me know what's going on. Wow. So there's two ways to get to the top in this world. There's one that will you backstab and you step over people, step on people that have helped you until you reach the top. Or you get the LeBron James way where you bring all your friends with you they get successful, you get successful, and you still have the same friends that you did before you were ever, before you ever made it to the top. And unfortunately, Cody's the first. That's backstabbing. So the entire time that I was going through this, my friends, family members' deaths, people that I knew, you decided to have conversations behind my back on something that affected me, on something that I put my blood, sweat, tears, and heart into. And within a two-day period, 48-hour period, you decide to end the podcast. And he was very nonchalant about it. Like, oh yeah, can you could just change the name. I was just, Wow. And it's so funny because then he poor he, he called it poor communication and, and motivation. Poor communication and motivation. Bro, you don't work. Who are you to tell me poor communication? You don't work. And poor motivation. Of course I don't have motivation. I have had just three fa friends, family members die from COVID-19 and you're going to tell me poor motivation. And then he, then he backtracks even further and he says, well, you know, I've been trying to play with you on modern warfare and, and Warzone all the time. I'm like, and, and you haven't been on in two months. 
And I'm like, Cody, you don't work, bro. So that that means that when I'm working, because I start work at 5 to 6.30 in the morning, and then I'm not off till 1 o'clock or 3 o'clock in the, in the afternoon, you're not up yet. You can get up till 6 o'clock. You can get up at 6 o'clock in the afternoon and play till 4 in the morning. I can. I have a job. I have bills to pay. I'm working. And I, and I told him, I go, next time, don't assume. That's assumptions. Assumptions are not facts. You could not sit there. You had every avenue to call me, to message me, to notify me of your change in mindset, yet you waited to the last moment to do it. And so this is how I think it went. I think he started having conversations with this guy that he's in Jammer Sports with. He decided to say, screw me, to, to throw me in the trash. But he waited until he had some he had some followers, he had some following to justify it. So you cannot stand face to face with me and let me know what's something that's going to affect me. Something that I've put my hard work into. I'm not the best. I'm not the worst. But I did say that I was in this for the long haul. And the second something better comes around, you don't include me in it. And I don't even care in that regard. That's not my point here. My point here is not the fact that I'm mad about he started a podcast with someone else. I'm mad about the fact that I wasn't told. I'm mad about the fact that he made this behind my back when I was dealing with a family member's family or friends' family members' deaths. That's what I'm mad about. If you would have contacted me during this entire thing, during this entire COVID epidemic that was happening, and you would have told me, hey, we need to talk. I'm having different thoughts about this podcast. I'm having different thoughts about role changes i.e. The, the arguing with his points all the time to create drama on the podcast, quote-unquote, I would have respected that. But you didn't. You didn't. You could not communicate to me what was going on. And then when I put it back in your face, when I came back with the same energy, you started backtracking. So I don't have friends like that, Code. I'm talking directly to you. I don't have friends like that. I don't have friends that go, don't go and have conversations behind my back that affects me, that, that are about me. You can say whatever you want. He even, at, he even said it. He even said it. Well, how would I think, how would I know that you would want to be part of Jammer Sports? How would I know I would want to be part of Jammer Sports if I didn't know that it was actually happening and that you were willing to cancel the podcast because of it? How would you know that I wouldn't want to be? You don't, because you never said anything. You did it in the most grimiest, nastiest, disrespectful way. You didn't care. He did not care about how it would affect me. All he cared about was to sit there and say, hey, I'm going to end this podcast now. And then he goes, 
yeah, you're not that big on social media. Oh, wow. So that's the cause, too? I told you that. I told you that, that I'm not that big on social media. That that's your responsibility, not mine. And he was fine with that. When did that change, Code? When did that change? I don't know. You tell me. You want to sit there and tell me that I had poor lack of communication and poor motivation. Nah, bro. That's on you. That is all your responsibility. That is not on me. I was dealing with other stuff that you had no clue about because you never reached out about it. And you want to sit there, well, you didn't say anything on Warzone. Of course I wouldn't. I'm a very private person. I am not like you. I'm not going to air out my personal business just for everybody to see there. I don't want that. I'm not like that. And I didn't know that was a wrong thing in your mind. I didn't know that was a bad thing. But now I do. So he's probably going to hear this podcast and he's probably going to go on to, to Instagram live and say, Ross is all about lies and blah, 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 blah. Frankly, I don't care. You were never able to stand up to me, man, the man face to face because you couldn't. Cody's a very smart person, but I guarantee you that the second that he had started these conversations, he was already thinking about how some way, somehow, some way he was going to mention it to me without having to mention it to me, without going through the, the issues of me, you know, getting mad because he knew. I'm sure he was very full aware of his actions. Fully aware. And you want to sit there and do that to me. We did a full season together. And you want to do that to me. Don't respect it. It's grimy. But what do you expect with the younger generation now? You guys don't communicate. You guys cannot sit there and notify people that, hey, I'm having conversations that may or may not affect you. I'm going to let you know of my mindset. And I'm going to let you know what's been what's being discussed just so you're informed. Just so, you know, after three of your friends, family members died that happened, you know, I'm not going to drop a bomb on you and like, oh, well, have fun with it. It's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. And I just have no energy. I have no energy to do a podcast. Like this is, I was, I was having the time of my life doing it. But this just took the complete wind out of me. That is one of the most grimiest things to do to someone. And he, and he brushed it off so nonchalantly. It was insane. It was insane on how different he was. When I supported him on his family member's death. But all he could say was. Oh I'm sorry you're going through that. You didn't call. You didn't text. You didn't care. All you did 
was assume. Why would I know you would want to be part of Jammer Stortz? How would or wouldn't you know? Because you never asked. You never cared to tell me that you were doing it in the first place. Well, it's not your it's not your issue. Of course it is my issue. That means that the possibility of ending the podcast is high. Why don't you communicate that to me? Or how about this? How about it's three of us and we get rotating episodes, but we never had those conversations. Not once. Not once did he care. Not once did he care to include me in it. He didn't give a damn. That's grimy. When you're working from 12 o'clock to 5 o'clock with someone, and you say that you have an open door policy, and you say that you're communi- you're going to communicate every single thing that's going on, and you don't all of a sudden, that's backstabbing. That's dishonesty. And then he decides to say, hey, what's going on with Call of Duty? Who are you, bro? I deleted your number way long ago. I don't have friends that, that, that do that to me. I don't. I have friends that support me. They give me my space if I need them. But I'm not going to have in working with someone that's going to decide to say, throw me in the trash because I haven't said anything to anybody and I have poor motivation and poor communication and all this other junk because I'm dealing with something way more important than a podcast right now. And then you want to go and sit there and try to back up your point that I haven't been on Call of Duty at all. Bro, I'm on every day. You're just not up yet because you don't have a job. You don't work. I got bills to pay. I got things I need to pay for. You don't. So, since Cody can't give you the uh, the send-off, I am. It's the last episode of the Birds Over Boys podcast. I do apologize. I wish it would have ended differently. I hope all of you that listen to this are doing well. I hope all your family members are safe. I hope you haven't had to deal with death. I hope by bringing this up, um, it hasn't brought you any bad memories. Um if your family members have uh, transition transition from this world to death. That was not my intention. Um, and I do hope that if you, anybody that that is listening to this, that will listen to this, that you will get through it. Um, and know that there's always light at the end of the path, at the end of the tunnel. And I do apologize, but from here on out, I'm no longer be doing a podcast. After this episode comes up, I'm probably going to take the whole entire podcast off, probably within about three months. Um, I just simply don't have the time anymore. I'm working a whole lot more than I did on my previous job, and I just have a lot more responsibilities now, and I just don't have the energy after what Cody just did, or Cody has been doing. So... With that, stay safe, love Philly football, and fly Eagles fly.